A warm welcome to our podcast service for Sunday the 20th of September 2020. We join together today to give thanks for the presence of God in our lives and his continuing guidance as we journey into a new normal. As we begin our worship together, let us come together in a time of prayer. Gracious God, we lift up our eyes to you, the creator of all things. In awesome wonder, we praise you. We thank you, Jesus, our Saviour, for the forgiveness we find in your unending love. We open up our hearts to the power of the Holy Spirit and ask that you work through us. Be with us now in this time of worship together. Amen. First hymn is What a Friend We Have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus All our sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what grace we often Spain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Every trials and temptations is their trouble. Bible reading comes to us from Gwyn, who will be reading Luke 24, verses 13 to 35. The Reverend Rosemary Davis will be giving our message, and our closing prayer will be read by Claire, followed by the Lord's Prayer from Kian. Thank you to everyone who's taking part today. Our reading is taken from Luke 24, verses 13. To 35 on the road to Emmaus. Now that same day two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognising him. 
He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you only a visitor, Jerusalem, and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? Jesus asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. And the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But him they did not see. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning him. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke the bread. Amen. As this story begins, we meet two companions who are mourning the loss of their beloved friend Jesus. They're overwhelmed by grief and trying to make sense of what has happened. We had hoped he was the one to redeem Israel, they say to Jesus as they journey from Jerusalem to Emmaus. But now all their hopes, dreams and plans for the future lie shattered around them and they're consumed by a sense of loss and disorientation. When the Prime Minister made his statement to the nation on Monday the 23rd of March and told everyone to stay at home, protect our NHS and save lives, we began a journey of lockdown and we were ushered into a world which felt totally alien. 
All the appointments which had been in my diary for ages suddenly fell by the wayside. And initially for me, there was a sense of disorientation as things that are so much part of my ministry, visiting people in home and hospital, leading worship, were suddenly not there anymore. And there was a sense of loss of not being able to do my job properly. I wonder what you've grieved over during lockdown, what losses you've had to come to terms with, maybe loss of being together with members of the family, loss of friends to the virus itself, loss of a job, of freedom, not being able to visit someone in a care home, maybe missed opportunities to share God's love. As the two friends make this physical journey together, what makes the loss and sense of disorientation more bearable for them is the fact that they have each other, with whom they can share their stories, and, unbeknown to them at first, they have Jesus sharing in it too. Who are the people who share the journey through lockdown with you? Many people have kept in touch with each other by telephone, and some with access to social media have used the wonders of modern technology to connect with family and friends. Maybe it's been a card or a note saying I'm thinking of you, which has made us feel loved and cared for. A food parcel left on the doorstep or a bunch of flowers given at arm's length has given us encouragement and made us feel less isolated from our normal community. And on this journey through lockdown, we have supported one another in prayer. That invisible gift of the Holy Spirit, which brings God close to us and to each other. Like the companions along the road to Emmaus, maybe there have been times in our lockdown journey when we've not been able to recognise God in these unfamiliar surroundings. Maybe we've even asked, where is God? But God has been there and continues to be with us as we journey on. Finally, in our Gospel story, the disciples invite the unrecognised stranger into their home to share a meal. Not allowed under current COVID-19 rules, of course, unless you're part of an extended household. And as Jesus begins to bless the bread and break it and engage in such familiar actions, their eyes are opened and they recognise the risen Christ. They return to Jerusalem to share their story with their friends and their disciples. They've journeyed through grief and loss. They can now begin to have hope for the journey ahead and embrace new life. So much of our life pre-lockdown had a familiar pattern about it and maybe we'd got stuck in a rut. Maybe we'd stop looking at the world around us as we rushed from one thing to another. We thank God that during lockdown, nature didn't stop, nor did the many ways that people found to reach out to friends and strangers with love. Through it all, we have been able to appreciate God's world in a new way, to see things with fresh eyes, to find a new perspective on what really matters and nothing will ever be the same again. 
it might well be that the church will never be the same again either. We recognise that it's not always easy to remain content with not seeing where our journey through lockdown might end. And yet perhaps the peculiar nature of the current arrangements make us more conscious of the guiding light of God and the need to keep our eyes fixed on the risen Christ. We, in our inhibited way, affirm that we're still God's people and that God hasn't finished with us yet. We're still pilgrims on a journey and as we enter into a new unfamiliar world post lockdown, it's still a world where Christ in his risen presence journeys ahead of us, offering us hope and new life. Based on our experience of God's love and grace so far on this journey, we shall still be able to tell our stories to one another. We shall still be able to encourage one another, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to me and to you. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord of the journey, we thank you that you travel with us and share in our experiences of joy and sorrow. Be with us in the days that lie ahead as we try to make sense of a new way of living. Be with us as we work out how to serve this present age. Be with us that we might share your love with all and be your people in the world. We ask this prayer in the name of the risen Christ. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn today is Trust and Obey. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no But we never can prove the 
fellowship sweet. We will sit at his feet, or we'll walk by his side in the way. What he says we will do, where he sends we will go. Never fear, only trust and Now shall we say the grace together. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.